Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. One of the most amazing stories you'll ever find in the Bible is the creation story. It is a story of provision. I know it sounds simple, but it is profound. Before he made birds, he made the air and the trees for them to fly in and to build nests in before Uh, He made the fish. He made the water for them to swim in. Before he brought woman out of the rib of a man, he made man. And before he brought children, he had parents, a mother and a father. And today we want to talk about that issue is a missional part, the missional part of parenting and especially of fatherhood. And then especially looking on those when the father's out of the picture, and there's many reasons why a father could be out of the picture, what the church is to do, what men in the church are to do. This is Bert Harper along with our co-host, Nathan Harper. And Nathan, when we talk about uh, making a difference in lives of individuals, James had a lot to say about that. He said, pure, true religion was this. And one of them was visiting, and that's the New King James, King James, and there's other versions, and we're going to try to expand on that, visiting the orphans. But today we're especially concentrating on those where a fatherless home. I'm just going to make this blanket statement. It's just observation. There's no doubt in my mind that 80% of the problems that most of us face in our nation today would be taken care of if fathers would be the kind of father that God meant for them to be. Fathers out of the home, for whatever reasons, is difficult. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk about that. Our guest today, Mike Godfrey. He saw the need and did something about it and is doing something about it, but we wanted to put a biblical basis to it. And James puts it pretty plain that pure religion is to make a difference in orphans' lives. That's profound, isn't it? It is. All throughout Scripture, from Old Testament through here in the the New Testament, you see uh, three categories or groups of people listed, usually listed together that are close to God's heart. God is always paying attention to these people. Yes. Whether society or pe- God, even God's people, the church even, neglects or forgets about them. God is always paying close attention to strangers, orphans, and widows. And you see in James what you read about the orphans and the widows. And the word to visit or to look after could be translated to provide care, and really, it's a verb that's ongoing, so it's ongoing, providing ongoing care for uh, widows and orphans, those without fathers. You know, sometimes orphans is translated fatherless, 
So sometimes in the same household, you might have a, a widow and an orphan in the same household. And so fatherlessness is not obviously not how God designed things, but it's obviously a, an issue that God is concerned with. We're living in a fallen world, so therefore you're going to have deviations from God's ultimate purpose and, and his desire. And fatherless is seemingly becoming more and more prevalent yeah. in, our, in our society, and the repercussions from that are real. And we're not here to discuss all of that. We're here to discuss how can you make a difference. Yeah. And uh, this started in Mobile, Alabama, and you'll hear the interview, but they saw the need, and the need is usually seen or because somebody had that same need in their family and in their life, and they wanted to make a difference in somebody else's life. It, it, it works that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, and there's not much in our society in the U.S., there's not much of a greater need than children being raised in homes without a, without a dad. And, you know, mission work is about making disciples of all the nations. The nations include our neighbors. That's one way to look at it, but also it includes the next generation. And we cannot neglect the next generation, especially when we see such a breakdown in our society caused from fatherlessness. And again, don't want to give a whole lot of stats, but just a few things to kind of keep in mind. In the U.S., currently today, almost one in four household does not have a dad, has an absence of a father. One in four. One in four households are without a father. I mean, that's, that's huge, and it impacts and affects everything from poverty to uh, teen pregnancy. Infant mortality is even infect, affected that drug and al- alcohol abuse, people going to prison, high school dropouts, crime. I mean, it's so much, all the problems you see in our society, you can trace it back to many times this issue of dads being absent from their home and from their children's lives. Really, going back to the Old Testament in Deuteronomy chapter 6, where you uh, see the, the great Shema, you know, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And then God goes on saying, Hey, fathers, teach your children at home or when you're on the road, when you get up in the morning or when you lay down at night. These words should be deeply personal to you. They should be actually in the public sphere as well. And when a father is taken out of that dynamic and taken out of the home, you see a breakdown in society. But the breakdown in society comes from actually a breakdown in worldview. A child raised without a father most of the time will not take on a biblical, a Christian worldview. And unfortunately, that's even in spite sometimes of the best attempts of a a Christian godly mother. Now, sometimes, you know, there's exceptions, but the general rule is without a dad, there's a breakdown in that child's worldview that leads to a breakdown in our society. And that's what we see, I think, at play today. Churches struggle, and I've seen it firsthand and personal, reaching out to the fatherless 
that many times are in neighborhoods, we'll say apartment complexes, different areas, and you start reaching out and bringing them to your church, and then you mix that group with those who have parents, both parents at home, you see that struggle, and it's a struggle. I've observed it and seen, because a lot of times these fatherless kids brings language and issues to the area where they are, and those parents, oh, we want to protect our kids. We don't want them to have to face that. Yeah, It is a struggle. We're not here to try to tell you exactly how to bridge that, but we're telling you, you it's not ministering to the fatherless and saying, oh, we can't do it because of that is not a, an excuse no. God will accept. That's right. And that's the reason I, I really believe Mike Godfrey reached out to the fatherless there in the neighborhood and now campuses throughout part of the United States that this is going where these men who are godly, desiring to make a difference, come alongside these fatherless kids to make a big difference. And we see it with the females as well, because a lot of times the girls in these homes, these daughters in these homes, they you know, they don't know what a real man, godly man is. They yeah. learn to either mistrust men or hate men. And so the need is great. And so when you hear this testimony or this information that is taking place, you don't necessarily have to do it uh, through them. We have people that I know that have said we're going to do a, we're going to do something about it, and they have men of honor and yeah. ladies of grace, and they bring them in to demonstrate on an ongoing basis the difference God can make in their lives. Nathan, yeah, just take the concept of this a ministry like this and adapt it to your local need. And wherever you are locally in the U.S., there's a need. There's a need there. We've talked about refugees and immigrants being all over. Guess what is all over for sure? And that's the fatherless kids. They're all over for sure. It's everywhere, and it's such a huge uh, percentage of the population. And there there are pockets where there's higher concentration of that. And you should be, your church should be able to identify where those are and like you said, there's no excuse to run away from that, to, to turn away from that. The church, however, seems to be very, very ill-equipped to take on a ministry like this. I will say this, though. If you're in a church and there's some godly men in your church, they're equipped. They're equipped. It, it, they're, they're at least equipped to begin doing this work. And just to hire somebody, okay, we want you to work with the youth. We want you to work with these kids. Know what this ministry does, Team Focus, it looks on volunteer men coming in where they even have sometimes one-on-one time with these, yeah. and, and they're godly, and they and you have to be on guard that's not predatory. That's why the local church is so involved in godly men being at the top where they can discern Make sure there's protection there for those kids. And we say that with every fiber of our being, you know, protect those kids. And when you do, listen, you're making a difference. Multiplication takes place because of this, Nathan. Hadn't got a lot of time, but the gospel, discipleship, fathers, 
teaching them to be men. Most of them teach them how to change a flat. They teach them some some things because in Deuteronomy 6, as you go, yeah. as you're making a living. And so the, the reality yeah. is it is needed. And those who are listening, those men who are listening, some of the women who are listening for the girls, they can make a difference. And God's calling you out, and you need to respond. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, recovering. You can begin in your local area seeing a recovery of a, this biblical worldview that leads to a recovery of biblical godly effects on your society in that local area. Yeah, we're looking at a difference to make a difference in America. It does. I mean, it's, things can swing in a generation, and you and your church might be a catalyst for that, starting with these young men, these young women growing up in fatherless homes. Today, our guest on Exploring Missions is someone— that I just have enjoyed many, many times on television to commentary to football games, Coach Mike Godfrey. Coach, welcome. Good to be here. Good to be in American Family it, Radio. Amen. Well, it, once you're a coach, guess what? You're always, always coach. coach. And I, I, when I grew up, the basketball coaches I had, and I'd see them, it was still coach. And so I appreciate you. And you have a very special lady with you today. Yes, I do. And the most important, my wife, Mickey. And Welcome, Mickey. Thank you. Good to be here. And I understand quite a few years of marriage under the belt. Yes, 52. 52 years. And what would you say the secret was? My uh, Ballroom dancing. <laughs> um, we go ballroom dancing on Monday and Wednesday. Mickey goes on Monday and I go on Wednesday. <laughs> Those of us, uh, those of you here, know that my wife and I do family revivals, and we talk about this. We talk about you want to be interdependent, but not codependent, and uh, and you don't want to be independent of each other. So there's there's a lot of truth yes. in that, and uh, too many people can coalesce together where they can operate separate. But it sure is fun to work together, isn't it? No, oh, it is, and I, I have the best wife. Yeah. She's been great and uh, love her. Amen. I will join you. We hadn't got quite as many years, but we're working on that. Good. And uh, my wife, we just praise God. Nothing. I mean, you can do all you want to. I, I I know this is not part of the what we were going to talk about, but having that spouse with you that loves the Lord and loves you, Makes all the difference, doesn't it? No, it really does. And here's what I say about Mickey. She's the same every day. Now, I'm up and down, but she's she is the same every day. She's consistent in everything she does. Amen. You know, God does that. He puts those people together. <laughs> and uh, how desperate I am for my wife, Jan. If people only knew, you know, that's the yeah. whole thing. And so, but today we want to talk about team focus. And it's a ministry of mentorship, uh, helping young men to, uh, to identify and know their worth and that right. they're loved. How did it start, Mike? Well, Mickey, go ahead because it started with Mickey. Well, we, um, Mike was a part of founding the Mobile Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. And um, a part of that was giving back to the community. And from that came a word from the Lord to reach out and take some of those um, finances and reach out to uh, boys without fathers. Just, we heard it from the Lord. 
it's totally his vision. I'm just relating to you guys so much. Uh, What Jan and I do, we call it a fishbowl ministry for pastors and their wives, and it was my wife's vision. God gave it to her, and uh, she shared it, and God brought it. Isn't it amazing when God does that? It really is, and uh, I fought it for a little bit because Mickey said we need to take some young boys out to eat. And I said, Mickey, I've spent my time coaching with everybody else's kids. I want to enjoy my own kids. Kind of a selfish attitude. And uh, But I came around and uh, we started that in 2001, I believe. And we've had 19 years where we have so many stories, but I've seen so many good things of what a team focus is all about. And uh, it's a year-round program, no cost. I never wanted to have a cost where somebody couldn't come. Right. So everybody, uh, it's open to everybody, and uh, we teach them uh, what a father would teach, how to be a good teammate at home, uh, how to uh, manners, how to get a job, job interviews, how to dress, how to speak, all things a father, if he was there, would teach. Now, I know it's in Mobile. Is it anywhere else? Mobile and Ohio and uh, Texas, Austin, Texas, uh, Kentucky. We just opened another chapter in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. So, We're growing, and uh, looks like we'll have another chapter starting up real soon. Anything you want to say on that, Mick? Just that we're able to reach so many young men by having expanded that way and having areas want it and to bring it to their area because there's so many that are without fathers. Well, there's people listening today, and the need is obvious. Yes. I mean, you don't have to convince. I don't know of anyone you need to convince the need is there. Mm-hmm. So can they call or go to a website to find out more about Team Focus? Yes, it's uh, the website is teamfocususa.org, and our office number is 251-635-1515. Give that number again because what people do, and go get those pens and that paper or get your pull over to the side of the road if you're in your car and get your cell phone out and press it in so you have it. Give that number again and do it slowly so they can punch it in and write it. 251-635-1515. And that is for Team Focus. And what they're looking at is, if I counted right, five or six already looking at expanding. And God could use, just like you, Mickey, God spoke to your heart and said, we need to do this. I just visualize some people, men or women, who say, we need that in our area. How can we do it? We need that. And so there's the possibility. So the framework's already put together. And now it just needs to be duplicated yes. in different places? Right. And uh, my father died when I was 11, so I knew knew the loss of a father. So it's very important that mentors step up and relate to these young men and uh, give them hope and, uh, and, uh, and uh, really 
that they can succeed in life because you can. You can overcome whatever you need to overcome. You just got to pray and ask the Lord for help. This morning in the devotion, you were talking about fathers and those men having the capacity to bless. We really do. I, I, I understand that, and I know that. I've seen it firsthand. And they need some things. They need love, but they need worth. Love, worth, and identity. Everybody needs that because you need to be blessed by a man. And if you don't have a father, your father's gone or your father's in prison or your father left, then you have to find a substitute father. A substitute is better than no father. Yeah. And and the women, ladies, girls yeah. who are left without that father in their lives, it really diminishes their capacity. A lot of that has to do with trust. Uh, you know, the woman's deepest desire is security. Right. I mean, they men want to be respected. Look at me. And, and they're looking for respect in all the wrong ways unless it comes the correct way. But those, the females, the girls, they need that security. And when that father's not there, there's, there's that insecurity. There was uh, ladies in our hometown of Crestline, Ohio. Mickey, talk about Coach Hudson because you, the, the girls as well as the boys went to him. Yeah, there was a man they called Coach, which, like you said, they're coaches all the time. But um, if you say that name today, and he's in heaven, uh, if you just use the word Coach, everybody would know who you're talking to. And he was just a fine example of affirming, and whether it was the young men or the young ladies, he did it for all of them in many ways, as a father would do. He taught the girls how they should be treated and showed the boys how they need to treat those girls, those ladies. Exactly, and he was the example of it. And when that is true, it, team focus focuses on that, that right. manhood part. Well, the whole thing about the name team focus, it's the team. Everybody wants to be on a team. And uh, whether it's a band or a speech team or two or more make a team, a husband and wife are a team, a family's a team, friends are teams. And uh, so, and then focus on what your uh, job is in life. What God gave you talent, so use those talents. And uh, so that's what we talk to these young men about all the time. Well, when we do this, we're doing this because. This is Exploring Missions, and we want you to look to see what God would have you to do. A lot of people are sitting on the sidelines, and they're saved. They know the Lord has blessed them, and and they don't know where to hitch their wagon, as someone would say. Team Focus sounds like a place that if God has put it on your heart and you have a burden and you have a vision of what could be, it could be happening in towns more than than just the ones that we've talked about in Kentucky and Alabama and Ohio and Texas. And and God may raise it up elsewhere. And again, our guest, Coach Mike Godfrey and his wife, Mickey. Uh, Coach, how many years? I'm going to ask you. I know you went into color commentary on football, but how many years did you coach? 
I think around 20-some, and I was a head coach at four different universities, Murray State, Cincinnati, Kansas, and Pittsburgh. And then I was an assistant many places. Okay. And those men that have gone under you, they're still the influence, whether good or bad, is always going to be there. So I want to I wanna just say a word, and I'd love if, if you don't mind, say a word to the coaches who listen. I, I've had the privilege of pastoring and being the pastor of several coaches, you know, and I just want to encourage them. Would you encourage them? Yes. And, and what you're talking about, expectations, that really right. speaks, I think. Yeah, players live up or down to your expectations, so you might as well have high expectations for them because they'll reach them. They'll reach either ones. If you don't, don't think a guy can play for you, then you have low expectations. And one time we had a coach in a staff meeting say, you know, Mike, you'll never play us. Don't say that because you never know when the light bulb's going on. And then we've had guys play for us and they get to be 50 or senior and they become the best player on the team. So, you know, when you look at all those young men you're coaching, you know, they all have talents and they all want to do it. And just give them time for the light bulb to go on. And it does take time, you know. Oh, it does. Uh, it, and not everybody develops at the same point. And, and in coaching, this thing that amazes me is the athletes themselves, <clears throat> yes, they have a great future, but just one tackle in football oh, yeah. and their career is ended. One play away. One play away always. And so it's a challenge. So to develop the entire person educationally, socially, physically. It's not just one dimension, is it? No, it's not. And I think about this, coaches, you know, think about everything you're saying because you're affecting that young man. You may be the 100th guy on your team or the 50th guy or whatever. I, I tried to treat everybody the same way. And today our guest again, Coach uh, Mike Godfrey, his wife, Mickey, they're with Team Focus. And there's a website you can go to to find out, and you can find out more about it. You can give that number, and I'm going to give ask you to give it one more time, Mickey, because uh, we just feel like there may be some people out there. They're encouraged by what you guys are doing, but they're challenged to do something themselves. And so would you mind giving that number one more time? 251 251- Six three five one five one five. The yep. website is team T E A M Focus USA dot org. Dot org. Thank y'all for being with us today. Thank you. Thank and you. We appreciate. It. May God bless you and encourage you. You've been listening to Exploring Missions. Thank you for listening. But more importantly, listen to God about what He'd have you to do in carrying the message of Jesus Christ around the world. Thank you.